Welcome to the Woodhounds, everyone. It's great to be back again. My name is Joe, and I'm sitting across the table here at Woodhound Studio from my good friend, Dan. Dan, why don't you tell the world hello? Hello, world, and hello, everyone. Thanks for uh, tuning back in to another episode of the podcast. We've uh, been having a lot of fun. The response has been great. Uh, we have started to get in a few emails. We're starting to hear back from some of you, which is also great. Um, so yeah, it's it's another great day being a woodhound. Everything's great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Except so our weather. numbers, our our numbers. Yeah, the weather is not great. Uh, the weather is the opposite of great, whatever that word is. But one thing that is great are the numbers, our reception, our dashboard is just. Uh, it's lit up like a a Maserati at on a drag strip. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's 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 very uh, it's it's great to see uh, the locations of where people are tuning in from, yeah. uh, and just I guess the overall response in general. Yeah, this has just been uh, a lot of fun, and it's exciting too because. I guess it's one thing to have your interests and they're your interests and they make sense to you. But when you share them and it connects with people and that's been, that's been exciting. Couldn't agree more. That's yeah. It's always fun to uh, not only, you know, like with, if you cross back over into the YouTube world, you know, just getting a sense of the community that's being built and getting to know some of the people and you get to see names that you become familiar with in the comments and it's, and, and, and we have started getting a few comments on the podcast as well. So that's great. Yeah, That's real neat. And yeah. as a reminder, if you want, you can, I mean, you can leave a comment, I think on any of the platforms, the podcasting platforms you might be listening on. Otherwise just always remember the woodhounds at gmail.com. Send us an email. Yeah. If you are new to our podcast, we're, we're known as the Woodhounds, and Dan and I both got our start on YouTube. We are uh, Firewood Channels on YouTube. My channel's name is Ohio Woodburner, and Dan's channel is Back 40 Firewood. We both post regularly, and uh, we share a lot of the same interests, and we kind of have about the same <laughs> view of the world and we just thought we would put together a, a podcast about firewood and i find it enjoyable yes I, and and that's one of the things we did receive a comment on is the title of the podcast um and i guess we never really went into what a woodhound is yeah you know that is a new term for me as well and i i do know that the the name originated uh from your channel yeah and that was a term that you had um i don't know did you grow up with it or or maybe could you tell us the story of the history behind uh what is a woodhound yeah I, i'm i'm pretty sure you were not the only one who had never heard of the term woodhound <laughs> <laughs> it's it is something that uh i grew up with it's a, a term that my mom would call my dad whenever he was out making firewood or 
cutting trees down in the forest, dragging logs back to the farm, uh, during the winter, you know, bringing firewood into the house. Anytime he was working with firewood, my mom would always say something like, oh, the old woodhounds out there, you know, working in the woodyard again, or the old woodhounds brought a log back to the farm. And so when I started my YouTube channel, I just kind of started incorporating that into, you know, what I was talking about. And, and it just took off and kind of caught on. And now we kind of have this community or group of people that we refer to ourselves as woodhounds. Yeah, I think that's really cool. And it, and it turned out to be a really cool name for our podcast. Yes. <laughs> How did, why didn't you, why didn't you name your YouTube channel, the, the woodhound? Well, <laughs> I probably could have, I just, like I said, at the, at, you know, when I first started, I, I had the idea of because my dad and I would always make our firewood down on the farm in the back 40, which I probably should quick explain that term as well, because I'm not sure how many people know about that. I but, love that term. But that just kind of was, was the, it sounded good and it, and it fit right with back 40 firewood. So that's why I named my channel that, but. <laughs> okay. So the Woodhounds hang out at the back 40. That's where we did, yes. And, it, and if you think <laughs> about like the word hound, um, it's not necessarily referring to like a dog necessarily. It's yeah. the, the act of relentlessly pursuing something, like you're hounding firewood. Yeah, one you're, who searches. Yep, you're always on the lookout. You're always trying to find more. You're, you're hounding firewood. Yeah. So there was a... When I was growing up in elementary school, there was a cartoon character, and I think he was a hound. Oh, that's going to bother me now because I won a, uh, <laughs> I won a reading uh, contest like in second grade, and I won this stuffed animal, and it was a hound, <laughs> and uh, he was like the the national um, uh, character of getting kids to read. <laughs> But that was like the whole thing was, you know, you were hounding for books and looking yeah. for new books to read. Right. Well, if you think of like a coon hound or a bloodhound, like a, the line of dogs, like that is their general purpose is to hunt down and track and find things. So it does cross over into, you know, I guess you could not that it's, I mean, probably too glamorous to say we're a bunch of dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, so Woodhound originated down, like, I mean, I don't know if the term had been around before. I, you know, I have said on my channel that my mom kind of coined the phrase. Um, and so now Woodhound is, I think, a, a term everyone kind of associates themselves with if they're into firewood. But it did uh, turn out to be a really cool name for a podcast. And Dan and I had struggled on what are we going to name this podcast? And, you know, we were just coming up, we were thinking, you know, we were trying to think of like, what do we, what, what describes both of us? And we're like, you know, the two good looking guys, firewood podcast. And we're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, two wealthy and intelligent men. Ah, uh, no, no, that didn't work. No, nope, definitely not. <laughs> 
Strike two. <laughs> yeah, strike two. And uh, then we uh, was just like the Woodhound. I was a little hesitant to bring it up because I didn't know if it was like, you know, if you were like real possessive and protective of it. But oh, no, no. I, I, uh, I didn't mind at all. <laughs> well, I would be scared of having it associated with a podcast that was an epic fail. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 the thing is that's also unique about it is I think it kind of has that characteristic where, where it's, there's a little intrigue. If you don't know what it is, you may be intrigued to mm -hmm. check it out. And if you know what it is, then you're like, on, you know, oh, I, got I know what the Woodhounds are. I need to listen to them. Yeah, I think it's a nice name. I think it's a friendly name. It elicits uh, like an immediate connection that you have with people. You know, not like you all hate each other and therefore you're connected by that. Right. <laughs> but but the opposite, you know, you both enjoy working and firewooding and, you know, shooting the breeze out at the out at the out at the wood pile. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, you know, the Woodhound, if it has an antonym, an opposite, it would probably be the wood snob. <gasps> Oh, the wood snob. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Yeah, that term came up in a couple episodes ago. But the wood snob, you know, it's it's the opposite of the of the wood hound. Yeah, and um, I don't know. Maybe that could have been the term for our for our podcast. But I don't think we're snobby, though. Do you? I I don't think so. No, no. I think um, you know we all know what a snob is. And there are, it's a phenomenon, I think, that happens in no matter what niche you're in. And you could be, you could be a baker, you know, <laughs> a candlestick maker, <laughs> a farmer, a, a car enthusiast, a gun enthusiast, and people that um, develop a, a hobby. I think they got one of two major routes to go with it. One is where they just love what they do and they just want to share it with everyone and grow, uh, you know, this interest around something that they're passionate about. I think that would be the wood hound. Yes. Uh, and then the snob would be you know, someone where this becomes their identity and they use that to define who they are by pointing out others who are not like them and that's where the snob becomes yes you know? yep. and i don't know you don't really see that in firewood with legitimate wood snobs like you would with you know in cars yeah i i'm i have a a, a classic car but i don't you know i don't drive it around and <laughs> it's not like a weapon that i use you know to define how great i am but like you know the stereotype in cars would be like the guys that own the corvettes you know that they become the snobs where yeah uh, everyone yep. everyone loves the corvette but they hate the guys that drive them <laughs> <laughs> you know and, and uh yeah it's just like that image you know they got their jacket and they you know they don't want to talk to people that aren't corvette drivers right right Yep. Yeah. They walk around, their nose is held up a little higher. And uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. You know, I um you know, I enjoy guns. You know, I, I'm a hunter. Uh, I just, you know, it's not like something that I wear on my sleeve. It was just because that's the way I was brought up, you know, and 
you know, it's just a part of our life. But man, there are people out there that, you know, just real, real snobby with guns where they walk around with a chip on their shoulder, you know? Yeah. Um, and I would imagine that's the same, like you see it in um, restaurants with cooks. And I remember when I was an auto mechanic, you know, there were mechanics that it wasn't the fact that they were just repairing a car. It was that they had a skill that you didn't have and they were going to make you aware of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, do you yeah. do you run into wood snobs as customers where, you know, they only want that one species of wood and it has to be barkless and, you know, real mm-hmm. detail in their what they what they want and their needs. And if, if you don't deliver that, then you're in trouble. Yeah. I had ran into a wood snob the very, very early into my professional career, you know, cause I was around firewood, you know, for a long time. But when I started selling firewood, you know, I had it in my head, what I wanted to do. I had my own theories, you know, about small splits, high quality stuff. And I, um, I was still pretty unsure with what I was doing, you know, is this actually going to work? And I still remember when I was just starting out, I had my truck, it was all lettered up and I pulled into a cracker barrel because I had heard that cracker barrels buy firewood, you know, cause they have a fireplace inside. Yeah. So I, I drive around the cracker barrel and sure enough, they had a rack outside of their, outside of their store. And I parked my truck right next to it and I get out and I'm just looking at the wood because I'm thinking, well, if I'm going to make a sales pitch, I want, you know, I could see what I'm up against. So while I was there, um, you know, the wood was okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. A a gentleman, it was an elderly guy, uh, comes walking around the corner and he sees my truck and just assumes uh, that the, you know, that the firewood is mine. And he started going off about how people these days don't know what real firewood is. You know, they split it too small. Look at this stuff. He goes, you need a big chunk of firewood, you know, and he, he wasn't like, you know, being, you know, confrontational about it, but he was just letting me know that, you know, what he thought was my firewood. I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) His opinion was the rule, the standard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's. Everyone has their opinion and therefore, you know, the world must, uh, bow to what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I remember, you know, starting out, I was like, oh my, what, you know, what the heck, maybe I am, uh, you know, thinking of the wrong thing with firewood here. You know, maybe I should sell these gigantic chunks, you know, and just dump it on people's driveways and leave. But after, um, you know, I stuck with it. But I never forgot that. It was just kind of an awkward, awkward discussion. I eventually told him, I said, it's like, well, this isn't my stuff. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my wood's actually split even smaller than the stuff that you see here. But <laughs> yeah, but that's like, you know, there are people out there that, um, you know, they, it was just the way that they remembered firewood growing up, you know, and that's just the way it's got to be. Uh, yep. And you, know, you, you, you probably get it too with like your roadside stand, you know, people might even you know, be offended by the kind of wood that you're selling on the roadside stand. Yeah. I've had a, I've had one time where, you know, a similar situation where they just questioned their main concern was the species. They only wanted Oak and they preferred 
which they air quotes they said they preferred which i took as this is a stand they, this has to be met as a you know requirement uh -huh. they preferred barkless and so i said well you know what i have i put out here and i don't really separate it out that way and you know i was nice to him and just explained the whole you know process of like i sell mostly for recreational burning in your mm -hmm. backyard your fire pit campfire so uh, I didn't have what they wanted and they were fine. They left without any wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I run into a lot of wood snobs, not on YouTube. I think people on YouTube are, are nice. Maybe it's cause it's more like relationship based, but yeah. where I have ran into a number of wood snobs was, is on Facebook. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. I, I, posted a video of my Easton made access and it was just a three minute video of me splitting wood. And, um, you know, I mean, my Ohio wood burner, we're moderately successful, you know, we're, we're profitable and we're growing and we're enjoying our time. <laughs> so I just filmed me for three minutes splitting our firewood and my gosh it's got this video has like over six it went viral i have like six million views on it and there's like you know just two thousand comments and probably <laughs> eighteen hundred comments are people telling me that i don't know what i'm doing that yep. i'm yeah i'm splitting the wood too small uh i don't uh i'm unsafe when i am splitting it you know and but the majority of it was just mocking my firewood they're calling it toothpicks you know too small and, and and all and it doesn't matter that that is not the type of market i'm going after you know i don't sell big chunk wood i have a theory that <laughs> you know the smaller the split the more money it's worth so why sell my wood cheap you know right but wow people were mad Oh, it's, it's a whole were, different, and you wouldn't think it would be, but it is a completely different world between yeah. YouTube and Facebook. They weren't saying, you know, oh, wow, I noticed you're splitting the wood small. How come? It was, you know, it was condemning me. <laughs> <laughs> they were I, condemning me. I had a very similar situation on a video I had on Facebook. And, and the split sizes were actually bigger than what I normally do. And everyone was like, why are you making toothpicks? No one would, you know, why are you splitting it that small? Why? The other one that was really funny was um, how I was destroying $2,000 worth of lumber by making it into firewood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do with that $100 worth of firewood? You just destroyed $2,000 worth of lumber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because if it was made into lumber, maybe, but yes. I can't do that. So I will do what I can, which is firewood. Yep. <laughs> but you know that I, I, I must've seen the word toothpicks. I'm using my air quotes here. Toothpicks a hundred times people calling my firewood toothpicks, mocking it. But I would point out that my theory still holds even if they are toothpicks because the smaller the split the more money it's worth <laughs> and you can buy yourself a little tiny box of toothpicks for a dollar but how many of those boxes of toothpicks would comprise one stick of firewood huh 
Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Who's the snob now? Oh, no, huh? you're talking. <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. It's just the way I see firewood. It's a commodity, you know? So yep. if the log is gigantic, uh, it's for the boiler and it's not worth a lot of money. No. If it's split smaller for a house, the price goes up. If it is split smaller for a pizza oven, the price goes up. If it's split smaller for kindling, the price goes up. And yep. if it's split for toothpicks, the price goes way up. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the snob now? Right. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I yeah. think a lot of a lot of people just are too um they're they're focused on, you know, their past experience or their current experience with firewood. And yeah. they look at things that are different as wrong. And, you know, I, I think that's yes. a lot of what is out there with any, any, you know, topic. I mean, yeah, politics. What, yep. What you have, what your way, your <laughs> way is the right way. And if you're doing, if, if you see it another way, the first response is usually, well, that's wrong because that's not how I do it. So, right. I think you're, I think you might've just hit the nail on the head. Yep. And hopefully that nail didn't exist in that log you're getting ready to cut up later. <laughs> You know, but maybe that's just the way people are conditioned. You know, anything that's different is wrong. Anything that's foreign should be feared. You know, yeah. If you see it in politics, you know, if you didn't vote for my guy, then you're you're un-American. You know, <laughs> you're you're dumb, and I'm not. You know, it's just right. that mentality. And I don't know. It's like on, on these Facebook comments were just hilarious. <laughs> Well, if I if I didn't have high self-esteem, I'd probably be on Facebook all night long just replying to all these people, you know, because they're just the one guy was like he he made it a point to just say I would never buy firewood off of you, he said. Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, oh. why not? Just how about just don't buy firewood off of me and just leave it at that, you know, but he had to tell me and it was right. based because I split my firewood too small. How did you so, ever walk back from the ledge or off that bridge to <laughs> to, to redeem yourself and, and go on Facebook yeah. again? Yeah, I've always said I've been cursed with high self-esteem because I don't know, people, you know, I whatever someone says about me is none of my business. And all, usually when people criticize me, uh, they're usually right. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh you know good for them they've pointed it out so let's we can still be friends and let's move on right yep yeah yeah but that is you know i think if there's a difference an opposite to the woodhound it's the wood snob wood snobs and i would have to agree and it's it is they are and they are out there they are out there and but the only the only difference i think well i think with the wood snobs are more individual you know they have their way out and that's it but like the woodhounds it's like more of uh coming together we all understand each other and we all appreciate you know somebody else's way of doing it it's it's two different two different breeds of or two different ways of thinking i don't know what it is Uh uh-huh yeah well i don't know i consider you a woodhound Yes, well, I consider you one as well, <laughs> my fellow woodhound. <laughs> and I think I can almost say with 99% certainty, everyone out there listening right now would be a woodhound. You can consider yeah. yourself a woodhound. Yeah. You're part that's of us. What, 
<laughs> yeah, that is so true. And I don't know. I think some channels, I, I'm going back to YouTube now. You know, you think of all the comments and different channels that are out there. Some channels, I think, invite drama and conflict. Uh, but I think the ones that are just, you know, ones that are just representing firewood and just enjoy their time, the, the comments sections enjoyable. Yeah. And yep. I don't know if you, you know, there's different, um, uh, nit, I don't like this word niche niche, you niche. know? Uh, yeah, I don't like that word, <laughs> whatever. It's a snobby word. <laughs> There's different, you know, there's different categories on YouTube that I watch and uh, you get like, I like uh, solar power and man, there's, you know, there's some really, uh, here's a good one where I see a lot of snobby behavior is um, electricity, you know, for like home repairs and stuff. Okay. I recognize that it's dangerous and you shouldn't do something DIY if you don't know what you're doing, but some people that are very knowledgeable in you know electricity i mean they use it as a weapon you know they can't even take the time to define you know watts as in amps times volts you know they just i don't know i i just see it in a lot of different categories but i don't necessarily see it at least on youtube uh people are nice yep and i think everyone accepts that you know there's different ways that people do it and i think everyone's good with it yeah well, uh-huh. and I think there's there's that sense of like when I get the opportunity to watch other channels, and I, I always am looking at how someone how they're doing it in relation to how I do things, and there's th- something that I could pick up and you know do better. Like I am always trying to learn, and I think that's another difference between snobs and woodhounds is like the snob thinks that they've learned it all and they are the expert. Yeah. And, that's and a, they damn, project that onto you where you are just very insightful, man. Oh, you're that, uh, that is, I think that's another element of being a snob is that they're done learning. Yep. You know, and that reminded me, there was another gentleman. He, uh, owned a wood yard and he was a dealer for like conveyors and splitters. And I had just, I was, we were on vacation and I just stopped in and, um, he, he was, I told myself firewood too, and man, he knew everything and he didn't give a (laughs) hoot about nothing except telling me what he knew, you know, (laughs) and he was saying how delivery is bad. You know, you shouldn't be delivering firewood. It should only be pickup only. And, you know, he was just one of these just very opinionated very snobby and i just you know to each their own i was thinking but it sounds like he is done learning yep <laughs> he just, just does what he does but he was taking it one step farther was you know anything different than what i'm saying is wrong yeah yeah well here's here's a rival explanation for you maybe not because <laughs> i'm i'm doing okay and i do it exactly <laughs> opposite of you there's there's a chance that my way does work and is working so yeah yeah wow horizon this is this has been an interesting topic i'm glad we brought it up it Uh uh-huh it it can it it once again it just can stem off into so many directions (laughs) we we could be here all day long oh my goodness (laughs) We, we really could we really could 
this is a funny uh, episode. I'm glad we did this. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else that we need to bring up about the Woodhounds and the Wood Snobs? I don't think so. I think we've no. covered it all. I am very curious to hear the um, insights of our listeners. And if they uh, could please send us an email. Yes. What's our email address again? The woodhounds at gmail.com. Easy. Yes. Easy to remember. Yep. All right. Well, Dan, maybe this is a good time to say goodbye. Yeah. Good. Another great episode. Great seeing you again, Joe. Always a pleasure. Great seeing you, Dan. And all you wood hounds out there, don't become a wood snob and stick yeah, with the, listening to the wood hounds. <laughs> <laughs> be the opposite of a wood snob and be a wood hound. And we'll always have a spot by the campfire for you at the back 40. Yes. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Dan, um, let's start the music here and let's tell everyone goodbye. And let's hope that we uh, can see you back here again next week. Yes, indeed, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And everyone, be cool. <laughs>